G'day, g'day, guys. Now, before we dive into today's show, I want to ask you a few quick questions. Are you looking to take your investing career to the next level? Are you wanting an accountability partner who will push you to achieve your goals? Are you needing to surround yourself with successful investors and entrepreneurs in order to up your game and take control of your life? Well, if you've answered yes to any of those questions, I am super pumped and excited to announce that I'm starting the Syndicator Incubator Mastermind Group. This mastermind is a group of highly motivated, abundance-orientated, hand-selected hustlers and entrepreneurs who are ready to take that next step in their investing career. We are now taking applications for the next group of champions. If you're interested to find out more, then email me at info, that's I-N-F-O, at reedgoosens.com and put in the subject line, The Syndicator Incubator. Being a part of this mastermind group, you will have unlimited access to both myself and my business partner, Andrew Campbell, and you will understand how we have been able to build a portfolio of over 1,200 units worth over $120 million in under 24 months, and we've achieved financial freedom in the process. There are once a month mastermind calls with the group and a yearly conference where you will learn from the best in the business. So what are you waiting for? There are only limited spots, so get your application pack by emailing me at info at And remember, be bold, be brave, and go give life a crack. And that's a beautiful thing about America. There's so many different places that we can, that we can uh, different markets we can look in, different environments, and we're really drawn towards nature. We're really drawn towards you know being in nature, being around wild animals, and we we found a market that we, we really like, and so we moved out into the mountains, and uh, that really suits our lifestyle, and, and we get to, instead of having a tiny little backyard like this, we've got acres, and we've got our own creek, and just the quality of lifestyle for us is dramatically increased just by making a simple move to moving to a different location. Welcome to Investing in the US, a podcast for real estate investors, business owners and aspiring entrepreneurs looking to break into the US market. Join Reid as he interviews go-getters, risk-takers and the best in the business about their journey towards financial freedom and the sheer joy of creating something from nothing. G'day, g'day ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another cracking edition of Investing in the US podcast from Los Angeles. I'm your host Reid Goosens. Good as always to have you with us on the show. Now I'm glad that you've all tuned in to learn from my incredible guests and each and every one of them are the cream of the crop here in the United States when it comes to real estate investing, business investing and entrepreneurship. Each show I try and tease out their incredible stories of how they have successfully created their businesses here in the US, how they've created financial freedom massive amounts of cash flow and ultimately create extraordinary lives for themselves and their families. Life by design, as I like to say. Hopefully, these guests will inspire all of my cracking listeners, which are you guys, to get off the couch and go and take massive amounts of action. If these guys can do it, so can you. Now, as you know, I'm all about sharing the knowledge with my loyal listeners, which is you guys, and there's absolutely no BS on this show, just straight into the nuts and bolts. Now, if you do like this show, 
show, the easiest way to give back is to give us a review on iTunes and you can follow me on Facebook and Twitter by searching at Reed Goosens. You can find the show wherever you podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher and Google Play. But you can also find these episodes up on my YouTube channel. So head over to reedgoosens.com, click on the video link and it will take you to the video recordings of these podcasts where you can see my ugly mug but the beautiful faces of my guests each and every week. All right, enough out of me. Let's get cracking and into today's show. G'day, g'day, guys, and welcome to another cracking episode of Investing in the US. I'm your host, Reed Goosens, and we're coming to you today live from the Intelligent Investor Real Estate Conference here in downtown Los Angeles for 2020. And with me, I have a good mate, a really good mate, who's a co-author of the book, uh, uh, 10,000 Miles of the American Dream. We've got Bryce Robinson here. Get, how are you, mate? G'day, guys. Yeah, uh, very mate, well. Mate, it's been a long time since we've had you on the show. Uh, yeah. I was just looking back, episode 40. Mm-hmm. We're now approaching 200 episodes, three and a half years later. I've got you on here to talk a little bit about what you do, what you've been up to the last three and a half years. So maybe awesome. you want to give a, an overview to the listeners and, and, and the guys uh, out there in the, the, the podcast world, what you've been up to the last three and a half years? Sure, sure. Yeah, so, uh, you know, as you guys remember in the past, you know, we started off with mobile home parks, ended up creating financial freedom and made a lot of changes in my life. You know, in the beginning, it was all like this big drive to, to get towards financial freedom and financial goals, financial goals, financial goals. And then... And I've, I've had a lot of shifts, you know, as I've grown, a lot of things have become a lot more clear to me. Uh, it's a lot more obvious that freedom is like a really, really big part of my life. Something that's that's really important to me. Uh, financial freedom, time freedom, location freedom, so that I can really live the life, my wife and I can live the life that we want to live. So, uh, yeah, I've been, been keep driving with the mobile home parks, I've been getting involved with automatic telemachine investments. Um, you know, living in the mountains, traveling the world. It's, it's whoa, been an whoa, amazing whoa. adventure. So, so much stuff, man. So much stuff. What, maybe rewind the clock a little bit and, and mm-hmm. tell the audience about the whole freedom lifestyle because that's really mm-hmm. what drives you. And you made a conscious decision, what is it, two years ago? Uh, you were living in Southern California. Mm-hmm. I don't want to tell your story for you, but you mm-hmm. made a conscious decision, decision to move to a, a city. We don't have to name the city. Mm-hmm. In the mountains that you could achieve financial freedom a lot quicker Mm -hmm. than you were going to do it here in Los Angeles. So maybe tell us about that story and the mindset about that. Sure, sure. I mean, I remember being here in in Southern California and my wife and I were looking for a place and and we're going to have to drop like a million dollars to have a place that's got a backyard about as big as fitting a barbecue in it. And we're just like, is that really like what we want in our life? And so we started looking. We started looking in different areas and that's the beautiful thing about America. There's so many different places that we can that we can, uh, different markets we can look in, different environments, and we're really drawn towards nature. Right. We're really drawn towards, you know, being in nature, being around wild animals, and we we found a market that we, we really like, and so we moved down into the mountains, and uh, that really suits our lifestyle, and, and we get, uh, instead of having a tiny little backyard like this, we've got acres, and we've got our own creek, and just the quality of lifestyle for us is dramatically increased just by making making a simple move to moving to a different location. And, and what I love about when I when I heard that you guys were doing that, because I remember going to your going away party in, mm-hmm. uh, in Orange County, 
but you you took you took life by the balls a little bit, and you said, "Screw this! We've got this criteria, and we've gone out and actively found places mm. around America that mm. meet that criteria." And then you went and executed because a lot of people are in their own bubble and they can't ever get out of what they're thinking and living. And oh, I've got to live in Southern California, and you said, "Screw this! I need to move because I can't achieve financial freedom here. It's going to be at X dollars yeah. per month, but I can achieve it at Y dollars per month in this other city." So maybe talk a little bit about that mental shift. Sure, sure. You know, a lot of people, they, they end up somewhere because, you know, oh, why did you come to L.A.? Well, I came to L.A. because of this opportunity. And we were kind of the opposite. It was like we wanted to live somewhere that we wanted to live, somewhere that we were passionate about, that met our criteria. And, you know, when you go to different markets and you go to different places, you've got a different price point. Right. Like, you know, we we live in a big house on, on big land, and, and that's possible in that area. And so that's really, really exciting to have that opportunity and I don't know if I would have the same fulfillment if I was living in a different area right right and I think the big thing for you is like you and your wife have a real sense to nature and being close to nature and that was really high on your priority list and and allow you to have that time freedom to do whatever the hell you want I remember I've I've been out to your place a couple of times and and I remember you telling me like you don't want to ever have to be on a phone call at 8am you want to be able to construct your day on your terms and I think Mm -hmm. that's really really important um, tell us a little bit about you went traveling recently for six months. You yes. took off around the world. You just got up and left. You have all these investments going on. Mm-hmm. How did you manage to be able to find the time both mentally and you know, on your schedule to go and travel for six months. Yeah, and that's actually been part of our plan from the beginning. And it, like in the beginning, it was financial freedom. Then the next step was uh, location freedom and then time freedom. And so to actually achieve that, you know, we worked a lot on building our businesses and working on our businesses instead of in our businesses. Um, you know, for example, in the beginning of last year, we ended up traveling to 20 countries. Wow. We traveled for six months. We went to South America. We went to Europe. And parts of that trip, we knew we were going to be completely isolated from all communication. And we had set our businesses up so that we were running it off our phone and our computer and all we needed was internet access. But then we got to Patagonia and we hiked for like five, seven days and we had like no internet access. So we had to go, all right, how can we like set it up so that we can actually survive for a week? And then we did it and we're like, nothing went wrong. That was really cool. So then when we got to the Amazon, we did the same thing. We did a jungle trek. It was like seven days or something like that. And, you know, we had set our businesses up so that we've got teams working in place. So we've got systems in place. So the pressure is not on us to be like, oh, I have to answer every call and every email all the time. And that's a whole lot of time freedom. And for us, that's just so huge and so relieving and relaxing. And and 100%. So many people on this show, we talk about when they do start a business, they're the sole entrepreneur and they can't get out of their own bloody way, right? Mm -hmm. They they, they are the bottleneck Mm -hmm. and they are the the thing that ultimately chokes the business from growing. So we talk about your systems a little bit and not having to be that choke point. What, what were the specific things you have to do in order to free up your time to, to go traveling and being in Patagonia and, and in the Amazon? Yeah, um, just scaling further and further back from me being the one that has to be responsible for things. So having really, really good team in place. Right. That is super important. If we didn't have good people on the ground and good people in our management teams, uh, I, I wouldn't have been calm and collected traveling through Patagonia for 
for seven days. Um, so having really good people in place, people that we rely and trust that actually take on a personal responsibility for their roles. And you know, we had to go through some people to get to that point. Right. We had to go through a process to get there. Yeah. And then just having systems where it's like, all right, yes, you can come to me for answers. Yes, I'll, I'll come and make decisions on things. But um, inspiring people to actually make decisions on themselves and go, all right, if I'm not available, here's your plan B, here's your plan C, here's your plan D. And, um, you know, the more that we did it and the more that we drew ourselves away from it, the more we're like, hey, this actually may even be working even better um, with me less involved in the business and just letting people have their role, allowing me the opportunity to not micromanage as much right. and, um, and, and giving people freedom and trust. And I think that's the big part is, is the trust uh, part of it is that when you are building something from scratch, trusting someone with your own business is, can be quite challenging, mm -hmm. right? How did you, you know, you, you talk about building up your teams. It, 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 this didn't happen overnight. No. Your team building didn't just be, like, oh yeah, one day I've got all these mobile home parks and investments and the next mm -hmm. day you're in Patagonia. It, it's taken years to cultivate that, right? So, so what sort of criteria do you try and set up before you know that you have trust with an employee in order to break, break free and go traveling around the world? I think a lot of that is, is instinctive and a lot of that happens up the front. You know, there was a lot of turnover of, uh, of staff and things like this throughout the process, but I think the biggest key to it is using my intuition and uh, really gauging, like, are these per people personally involved in this task? Uh, or are they more financially driven or whatever? And we definitely have you know, financial incentives and things like that, but I, I feel like I have a good vibe and intuition up front to know mm -hmm. if someone's personally into this right. or if they're just doing it for the money or doing it for a job or pulling my leg. And you know, we had a lot of, we had a lot of <laughs> aching, growing pains through that. And so it really is a selection process. So I'd rather put more effort into um, being more, scru more scrutiny in the mm -hmm. selection process of stuff and and in the first three months you really know if someone's gonna drive right. it home or not do you have any new systems or standard operating procedures now in, in vetting someone on the front end to make sure that you know what to not you know don't interview this person if XYZ happens do you have any personality you know tests to do that that people do um, when you, you know, large companies do personality tests all the time when they're employing people in order to see what type of person they are in order to see that they fit that role are you doing yeah. any maybe not as advanced as that but are you doing any sort of gut check on your own, own own self before you have that interview with that some that, that person sure yeah there's lots more steps in the process you know when when someone applies for a position it used to just be like you know from here here to here and then you start you right. know, and let's give you a go and we'll, we'll do the training with you it's like there's there's like 10 steps up front now right and um, I'm giving people the opportunity to show me are they actually dedicated are they committed to this are they willing to to follow directions and um, and do things that we ask mm -hmm. before we even get to the point where we even finished the interview. Right. So there's a lot more um, steps that we're doing to test people, a lot more tests right. up front. So what is, what's the future hold, 2020 and beyond? You, you guys are, are now lo relocated away from Southern mm -hmm. California into a, into a market where you can achieve financial freedom a lot easier. Mm -hmm. You have all this space, you're surrounded by nature, you've been traveling. What, what's 2020 got in store? 2020 is more of what we're doing. You okay. know, uh, we've, I mean, mobile home parks has been a big thing. Um, still driving home mobile home 
home parks. I'm also involved in automatic telemachines and really focusing on the niches in real estate that are recession resistant because you know we can think something's happening around the corner and still growing business and leaving a lot of room for us to travel. We're going to Australia, we're going to New Zealand. Awesome. Uh, we've got a lot of fun things fun things planned a lot more time a lot more quality time with family and friends and uh increasing all of the things that we enjoy in our lives yeah yeah what what, what biggest piece of advice do you have for people out there looking to emulate a, a lifestyle that you've created i think the biggest thing is most people get stuck focusing just on the financial component but when i look at goal setting and i look at the life that we live uh, I, I would like to say that our lives are divided in five areas mm -hmm. there's the you know wealth and and financial side of things there's health, mm -hmm. then there's relationships, be that with your spouse, your family, your business partners. Then there's uh, having fun and actually going out there and doing the things that you really enjoy. And then there's spirituality. And so the piece of advice I would give is look at all those five areas in your life and put the same amount of energy in those five areas and set goals in all of those areas. Because if you have better health, you're gonna perform better at work. If you have more fun, you're gonna be more charged and you're gonna, you're gonna um, be better. And then if you have better health, you have better relationships, better relationships, better business, and it all works within each other. So that's really really been a big thing for us is setting the goals in these areas and um, you know spiritually that's like you know when things go wrong in business and they do if you're spiritually grounded then it's gonna you're gonna be like the calm eye of the storm right and so all of these things together put think outside of the box don't just think money because that's not the only thing and I don't believe that the money part brings us fulfillment right I think if we have a balance of all of these areas of our life then I think that's true fulfillment. I, I think you've, that's an awesome analogy there. I, I've always looked at it like a table, right? A, a, a table is stable with four legs or three legs or more. And, and business is one of those legs. And you see so many people out there being successful in business, but they're, 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 their health is shit. Mm -hmm. They're on their third wife. Their kids hate them. You know, mm -hmm. um, you've got to have other, you know, your health is really important. Love, spirituality you spoke about. Um, if you've got bad health and you can't be there, how are you going to turn up and for, for your business, right? And so making sure you focus on a holistic approach to being successful in life because being successful in one facet isn't going to be successful because you might end up in an early grave. Yeah. So I think, um, I think that's really, really important stuff. Mate, um, we are obviously here at the Inve Intelligent Investor Real Estate Conference yes. in downtown LA. Uh, Hunter and the Phoebe guys, Hunter Thompson and all the Phoebe guys are putting this on. It's the second year running. IIREC uh, -I -I 2020. Yes. And we're here at a booth and we've got our new book, right? You want to talk a little bit about our, our new book, 10,000 Miles of the American Dream? Sure. Sure, yeah. I mean, we're, we're a group of guys that got together and we literally traveled 10,000 miles to live this American dream. And the, the opportunity that exists in America, Reed talks about it all the time. It's absolutely abundant and it's amazing. We achieve financial freedom. We tell you about our stories and we lay out some opportunities for you to understand the best ways that we believe you can become financially free in the US. Yeah, no, it's it's a cool book that we've put together. Um, a little bit of the background is we, we, what we met three or four years ago and, mm -hmm. and through you know this podcast and through other other forms of online marketing we met some other Aussies and that has turned into being um, you know we, we started a mastermind group because it was you know about we were just lonely right we were all lonely entrepreneurs who made the pilgrimage across the ditch 
try to start financial businesses here and we just wanted to you know, bounce ideas off one another, business ideas. And through that we met up, we had a few beers and through that we came up with a book and all, all of us have written a chapter and uh, maybe show uh, the audience a bit about your, your character too, mate. What's your chapter oh, there on? There you go. Uh, my chapter is on how mobile home park investing can be sexy and we've got a little cartoon character characters in the front Oop, of our there he is one of our uh, chapters if you can't see that for everyone at home that's there what he looks go. like <laughs> got a little bit more beard since then but uh, but yeah so your, your chapters on the sexiness of, of mobile home park yeah. investing so why isn't mobile home park investing sexy why is it why isn't it why, why does it need to be sexy can it not be sexy because people say that it's not sexy you know and it, I actually truly believe it is um, you know you might think that mobile home parks are this boring asset class and maybe the day-to-day operations are but the what it can do for us financially is very sexy and the sexy part about it is you're talking about giving you financial freedom and that freedom lifestyle that you can live your life on your terms and I think that's really really important and that's the premise of everything we get involved in real estate is to is a vehicle to potentially financial freedom you know to have our, our time back which is the most valuable asset so absolutely yeah mate well um look where can people reach you if they want to continue the conversation they want to reach out to you and be in your sphere a little bit more where do they go yeah reach out to bryce at realestatemates.com and keep your eye out because we've got the book out, but we're about to bring out the audio book that'll yes. be coming out soon. So. Yes, and if you haven't got your hands on a book, it is at Amazon.com, 10,000 Miles to the American Dream. It's a cracking little read. Um, get your hands on one today. But Bryce, I want to thank you so much, mate, for jumping on the show today. We're not going to let it be three and a half years between between episodes, but it's been, it's been awesome to see your success over the last three and a half years, what you've achieved being really conscious about what you're doing with your life and how you're going out and achieving that through financial freedom, through investing in real estate. I think it's really powerful. And, uh, and, and that you've got clarity on what, what is important to you. So, so well done. Thank you. Awesome, man. It's been a pleasure.